Welcome to Peaceful Ease. We all have the necessary strength and wisdom to solve most of our problems. What we often lack is a quiet space to think clearly and calmly. This podcast is all about tapping into that zone of inner wisdom. My name is Mario Pereca, and I'd like to invite you to join myself and Ela Crane every Monday and Friday. We'll be here to guide you to that endless power and insight within until you learn how to get there and function from there by yourself. This is a journey about being authentic, learning how to trust your instincts, realizing that each and every one of us are not just enough, but also perfect the way we are right now. Hey everyone, Mario Pereca here. And I'm joined, as always, by Ela Crane, and we'd like to welcome you to the Peaceful Ease podcast. You can get a hold of us if you have any questions, comments, ideas, thoughts, anything you want to share with Ela. You can do that via the Peaceful Ease hotline. The number for that is 424-625-5562. You can also email us, podcast at peacefulease.com. And to keep up with all things Peaceful Ease, peacefulease.com is, of course, the website. Ela, it's so great to be back with you in this new year. Happy 2020. And uh, how's everything going with you? Yeah, happy 2020 to you too, Mario, and to everyone listening to us right now. It's so nice to enter this new year in Switzerland in just like meters and meters of white snow and the sky is blue, the sun is shining. And I was tempted to record this episode from an igloo, actually, an igloo that we built that's so cool. I saw the pictures you sent me. And number one, it's really amazing that you built that because it looks like professionally built. And <laughs> <laughs> number two, it just looks, it almost looks refreshing. I mean, where I am in the US right now, for whatever reason, we've had an unseasonably warm December. And to be able to see that, it's like, wow, that's what winter should look like. I feel like that too. And at least for Christmas and New Year's, I think I need to see the snow. I love the snow. It just it's seasonal. Now, I like the snow this time of year in like December, January, but then when it gets to like mid-March and such, it's like I'm done. I'm ready for spring to get back here. So right now it's acceptable, but as it drags on and that's what I'm worried about with this unseasonably warm weather right now that it's just going to drag out and we're going to have a really long cold winter the rest of the way. But it's 2020, and I'm happy that we're here in the new year. Yeah, absolutely. It's a new beginning, and it sounds like an unusual beginning for you, at least weather-wise. So let's see what this brings to you. It is. It's interesting. I don't remember in my lifetime a December, end of December, beginning of January, this warm. You know, I think I saw statistics as I was watching the news the other night. I just caught the tail end as I was flipping through the channels, and the weather was on, and they said that it hasn't been this warm in this part of the U.S., since the 1800s this time of year wow so it's been a long time yeah i mean luckily we don't have global warming no what would we do otherwise <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> right but i'm so excited to be entering 2020 after we had you know we talked about on the last episode as we put an end to 2019 or you know transition from 2019 to 2020 we talked about you know how you have a new year's word you have that one word that you focus on and now that we're here in 2020, that we've entered this new decade, this new year, let's talk a little bit about being in action, right? Because everything before then was making plans. And now we're here. It's how do we put this into action? How do we really take action in the new year to develop and create 
the experiences, the identity and everything that we want to create moving forward throughout this new year? Yeah, I was actually asking the same question to the people around me, family and friends. And what's funny, everyone was saying the same thing, like, oh, I've been setting goals at the end of every year. And when I check back, I realized I never, ever like achieved all my goals or like, if any, I completely forget about it after a month or two. And I've been thinking there must be a better way of doing this. And during the past episode, we talked about, you know, like having an intention and carrying one word with us. So it's like easy to remember. And it's something that we learn from the word as well as we learn, you know, how to kind of be that word more. And I just thought another kind of example that's if it speaks to some people, maybe instead of setting goals or even having a word with you, maybe think about who you would like to be this year. So if there are people whom you look up to, whom you admire, whom inspire you, pick equality from them. Just think what impresses you, what inspires you about that. And have that quality with you. Have that intention to build that quality throughout the year. And try to come up with examples of these people, how they implement that quality. For example, if it's someone's generosity that impresses you or their calmness, serenity that impresses you, see when you notice that quality. And if you can kind of take that quality, even start with maybe copying that person, but then have your own flavor around that quality. So it's about thinking who you would like to be this year instead of having an external goal. As always, looking in to see what you can tweak inside that would make your life much easier. I love that. What I love about that as I think about it more and you explain that is I love the focus on being right? You find that quality and how can I embody that? How can I be that? Because I think a lot of people, when they go into a new year, they set goals. They're focused on achievement. They're focused on, you know, losing the weight. They're focused on living a healthier lifestyle, getting the promotion. They're focused on actions and activities rather than being. And if you be, if you embody these characteristics or these things that you see in other people, then the activity or the result of that will be achievement, right? If you show up in a different way and you show up in a different manner or you practice showing up in certain ways or embodying certain characteristics, it'll lead to different results. Absolutely. And I was doing this for myself the other day too. Like I was just thinking about my heroes and I wrote down a couple of names and I couldn't find actually anything in common among them. Like one is Ricardo Semler, a Brazilian businessman who started a new schooling system in Brazil called Lumiere. And he has two amazing books, both like million selling, best selling books. One of them is called Seven Day Weekend. And he has an amazing TED talk, which we will link to in the episode description. And then another hero of mine is a graffiti artist, Banksy. And another hero of mine is His Holiness the Dalai Lama, a religious spiritual leader. Another hero of mine is Martin Luther King. You know, it's just like, what is there about these people that have in common? And I could come up with some things, but I think the right question that really inspired me was what kind of qualities about these people that really inspire me and drive me to be more generous, more open, more thoughtful, more sharing, more standing up for 
my rights or for other people's rights, for justice, you know. And these qualities, maybe among all of them, that I will pick one or two this year, that's my goal, and try to really embody that quality. So if you don't know what kind of qualities that you would like to embody, I would say look up to your heroes. I love that. And I do that myself. I love to watch biographies and to read about people's life stories that I look at and think, you know, these people are super successful. And the one thing that I try to look for, and maybe you can speak to this for a minute, as I try to, when I look at people who are either in the spotlight or who have achieved some form of success or some level that I aspire to, I try to spot the similarities. And maybe I don't embody that similarity as much as they do today, but I see some form of that within me. And I think, how can I further cultivate that? How can I further take it to the next level, much like how they live it and they're part of that? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think for the people I mentioned just now, my heroes, at least a few of them, the one thing in common was their effort to help others. And their methods changed a lot. You know, you can't compare Martin Luther King with Banksy, but they're both trying to get attention to what they see as a problematic, unjust area in society. And that tells me one of the qualities that I would like to improve, like how can I help and I don't even want to say others because in essence, I really believe, okay, it's here it is me talking to you and others and others are listening. But in essence, I do feel and believe that we are connected. So how can I help without the others? Because helping would help me. And even if it's not like me, me getting, receiving help or giving help, it's just like helping us as a race, you know, as humanity, what can I do? What's my part? Absolutely. And I think that Banksy is so fascinating. I watched the documentary on Banksy and what he does and how the graffiti art and all of that stuff. It's just a fascinating thing. And so when you just said Martin Luther King and Banksy, in my mind, I'm trying to connect the dots between the two. And it just opened me up to a whole new way of thinking that I wouldn't have thought of previously. Yeah, that's the magic. And then add the Dalai Lama to the picture and the Ricardo Samler and, you know, many other names that I really, some of them are not alive. And I wish I could live during those times when they were like active and when they were alive and I could, and luckily I could still listen to their speeches and stuff, but it's just how can we find the dots how can we find the values that inspire us? And how can we cultivate that? And I don't think there's a clear formula, like no one could say, oh, do this to cultivate this kind of value. It's something that you will have to get creative and find out for yourself. But that makes it fun and exciting. It's an experiment. And I think it has to do with embodying that, right? When you look at these people and their values and how they show up and all of those things, and you really look at that and the feelings that that cultivates. If you embody those feelings, and you're not going to do it 100% of the time because it's something that you're working on, but awareness is the first step. So if you can learn that and be more aware more often, then you'll start to incorporate it within yourself. And to me, it's not being exactly like them, but it's taking those qualities and cultivating them the way they did so they show up uniquely from me. Absolutely. Right? Because we're all different. You're not going to have that same Martin Luther King quality and it's not going to, you could have the same quality, but it's not going to show up for you the exact same way it showed up for him because you're unique to you and he's unique to him. But you can use that same quality 
and cultivate it within yourself in the same way so that it shows up uniquely as you and you can take that and share it with the world in your own unique way to make your unique impact. And that's why I said, like, you can start with copying at the beginning, because even if you try to be the same person, it wouldn't work out because you are different. You know, there's a beautiful saying by Oscar Wilde, I think, like, everybody else is taken, so you can only be yourself, something along those lines. So even if you see these qualities in someone and you think, okay, I don't know how to do this, I'm just going to copy, that's a good beginning, because the quality will change as you play with it as you discover it as you make it yours a quality of yours and it will be a whole new flavor and you don't know whom that quality will inspire next i love the way you just said that that you have to make it yours because that's really what it is it's you embody the quality and you mimic it until you make it yours and then you allow it to show up as yours uniquely to you and then the beautiful thing is if you do that and you live that other people are going to take notice and that gives them permission to do the same thing. But then there's other people that may look at you the way you looked at that other person and they're going to start to embody that characteristic based on the way that you uniquely present it to the world. So it becomes this whole chain reaction of people stepping into their own power, being themselves, embodying characteristics that are unique to them and just making the world a better place as a whole. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it. Like, this is where we go beyond words a bit. So you can say, oh, you know, I really like this quality about this person. Like, the person can be very peaceful or calm. And then you take it on, but by the time you make it yours, it has a different flavor. And there are no words to compare these two flavors of peacefulness or serenity now. And a third person takes it on, and there's a completely different shade of that. So we go beyond words with these qualities and emotions. Like imagine maybe elderly, like a grandmother or grandfather's peacefulness, you know, that comes with age and experience. And maybe a sportsman's peacefulness after a long race or something, that serenity, that steadiness, that sense of achievement. They are very different flavors. And you can have your own flavors in these qualities, or you can create your own flavors around these qualities. Well, this is awesome stuff, Ela. Thank you. And it kind of piggybacks off of what we talked about in the last episode with that one word. If you start with that one word and you focus on that, and you use that as kind of your North Star, then you can start to look around and say, how do I live in alignment with that word throughout this year? And what are the characteristics or the people that I admire and the characteristics that they bring that help me embody that? And that gives you a roadmap or almost a blueprint for how the year can unfold and where your focus can be to help you become the type of person you desire to be to create the experiences you desire to create. Yeah. I mean, that's been my approach at least. Instead of looking out and thinking, I want this, I want that, I think about like what kind of qualities will get me this and that. What kind of qualities would help me generate such results that lead to these things that I want? So going into 2020 now with your word and your qualities and all of those things, do you do any practices to keep them top of mind like regularly? Or is it just making sure you come back to them every day and think about them and meditate on them? Is there anything specific that you do on a daily basis to keep them front and center? I don't do daily basis practices for these, but I'm a big fan of journaling. I've been journaling, I think, since the age of eight. So there is a notebook. It's like every single year of my life, you can find a notebook around it. And I regularly visit my journal and not just to write new stuff, but flick through the pages and see what's been happening, 
Is this the flow I wanted to have? Am I heading the right direction? And as I flick through the pages, all these things pop up. They're like reminders and guidance. And they help me to evaluate where I am. They function like a compass. So if I'm a bit off the course, I'm like, okay, where I am, is it reflective of the quality I chose to have this year? So journaling helps me keep track of these qualities and helps me keep them in mind. But I think there can be many, many ways. That's something also you can get creative about and make it yours. How would you do that? Absolutely. I love journaling as well. I think it's a great practice and it's something that can really help you not only keep those things top of mind, but also be more creative with your approach because things will just come to you as you're writing. And just the creative aspect and the activity of writing opens up so many doorways and so many ideas and just allows more things to flow. So I love that idea. Ela, thank you so much. Is there anything you want to leave listeners with at this first episode of the new year? Not really. Just discover your own ways of doing things. And I hope either the quality aspect we discussed during this episode or the word you could also pick up to carry with you during the year will guide you towards whatever you want, whatever you wish. I really believe the potential we carry around is limitless. Limitless is absolutely what we're all made of. There's no limits. We just have to open our minds. And I'd love that part of this podcast as well is exploring the emotional health and the way that we can all expand and grow and help each other at the same time and really stretch the boundaries and reach that limitless potential or get as close to that as possible. So Ela, thank you so much. I want to remind everyone, give us a call. Let us know what your new year word is for 2020 and what characteristics you're cultivating within yourself. If you'd love to share them with us, we'd love to hear them. 424-625-5562 is the number. Podcast at peacefullies.com is where you can email us if you'd like to do that. And peacefullies.com, of course, is the website. So thank you so much for listening. Happy 2020. Welcome to the new year. I can't wait to see. We have some great guests coming up, by the way, that Ela has done some interviews, especially the next couple of episodes I'm super excited for. Ela, do you want to talk really briefly about who you have coming up on the next couple of episodes just to get everyone so excited? Absolutely. It's a big, big surprise. We've been talking about him for half a year now since the beginning of this podcast, and we will soon air two interviews with Clive Holmes. So I'm super happy about it. It's great. I cannot wait to listen to those interviews. Those are coming up over the course of the next couple of episodes. And uh, so definitely make sure you listen to those. It's going to be fantastic stuff. Clive is just, he takes things so deep, but he has the ability to explain it in such a way that you can really comprehend it at the same time. So tons of wisdom, tons of great information. You're going to love that. And that's coming up on the next couple of episodes. So for Ela Crane, I'm Mario Pareca. I want to thank you for listening to this episode, and we'll talk to you on the very next episode of the Peaceful Ease Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Peaceful Ease Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with friends and family. Remember, the bigger the support, the more fun the journey becomes. If you'd like to get in touch with Ela, you can reach out to her at peacefulease.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be kind to yourself.